Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks with our entertainment guru, Mr Peter Ford. What a pleasure to talk to you, Peter, again. Welcome back. Good morning. G'day, Mike. Good to be back. Hey, listen, let's talk first of all about superstar Ben Simmons. Uh, what an incredible athlete. But I, I believe his sister is now going to have to pay out, what, what? Five hundred and fifty odd thousand for defamatory tweets. Yeah, and uh, then uh, the cost, uh, the the costs of the her half brother Sean. So what happened back in April? She went on a Twitter tirade, and she accused her half brother Sean of sexually molesting her as a child. Mm. Now the complication with that, well, there's many complications, but one of them yeah. is that Sean is also Ben's manager as well. And these tweets went on for a couple of days. She wouldn't take them down, and the family put out a statement statement in which they said they feel very sorry for her and they believe she has deep-seated issues etc etc but Sean did go down a legal path I'm surprised that this has all happened so quickly actually these things can drag on for years but um, he has now been awarded $550,000 by the court Mm -hmm. so she has to pay that out plus his legal costs now I dare say that Ben will pay the money anyway Uh, I don't think she's got that sort of money lying around but um, the, the point is she has got past form with doing this sort of stuff on social media she's done it to me she's tweeted the most disgusting things about me i was going to sue her um but then her family contacted me and begged me not to because they said she was very delicate etc etc um so anyway she doesn't seem to have a social media presence anymore and hopefully she's getting whatever help she needs and getting on with her life but it's been a very expensive lesson for her to learn that you even if even if it was true and it's not you can't tweet there's certain things you can't tweet it's exactly the same as publishing things in a newspaper or saying it on radio or facebook yeah exactly you may be held to account and it can cost you a lot of money and that's the thing i mean you've got trolls need to be very careful it's going to be get to a stage where they will be sued well, I hope so. I mean, I know there's been a bit of discussion about it in the past week, particularly about Twitter. Mm. And a lot of people, you know, Lee Sales wrote a very powerful piece yesterday, I thought. Um, the problem is, with, and I think a lot of what Lee said was absolutely true, I do think that uh, people at the ABC cop probably a bit more abuse than other people. See, the, part of the problem is, Mike, where do you draw that line between what is debate or critique and what is abuse? I mean, some people are going to draw the lines in different places, so that that makes it a bit more complicated. Um, But I think all people in the media, if you are on social media, as I am, you, you cop it. You cop it all the time, and you've just got to wear it if you don't like it you know, close down the account, don't participate. Um, But I do think with women it's worse because what women get that blokes don't get, in my opinion, is you you don't get that sexual element that women do cop. You know, women cop, uh, oh, you know, you're a slut and you got your job because you slept with someone and, and you're fat, you're ugly. I don't think that men cop that sort of abuse, but women do. And uh, look, you make a very good point, and I just think people should just be aware of this particular story and what can happen. Yeah. Um, that, let's talk about the young talent time. They're finally, the reunion has a, a date now. Yeah, so they've finished filming that, and that's going to air on Sunday week. Right. Now, I see the promos are already on for the uh, 50th anniversary of Hey Hey it's Saturday as well. They haven't announced a date for that. So wouldn't that be weird if they ended up going head-to-head? Oh, I- 
know, that'd Darkest be very retro, wouldn't it? Be. These two shows that are kind of haunted each <laughs> other for 45 years may still end up doing that. I, I don't think it will happen, but, um, yeah, the Young Talent Time one, which unfortunately it's hosted out of Melbourne. It was put together in Melbourne, and because of the restrictions, Johnny Young wasn't able to fly into Melbourne, so they had to cross to him in Perth. But uh, apparently it's terrific. They have got Tina Arena and Danny Minogue both doing it too, which is a good get. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Oh, I look forward to that bit, <laughs> bit of retro you're spot on. I was watching Masked Singer, and uh, last night, of course, uh, George Columbaris was outed. He took the uh, mask off, and uh, there's a bit of outrage over George. Well, a lot of people, you know, are angry that he was used because you know, of the fact that he had this scandal surrounding him of unpaid wages, you know, unpaid superannuation, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of people were out of pocket for a long, long time. It it really damaged his, you know, public reputation terribly. Uh, And then suddenly he turns up on the masked singer. So particularly at this point in time where people in the hospitality industry are doing it so tough in Melbourne and Sydney, um, you know, it it kind of rubs salt into the wounds to see him getting a paid gig like that. Mm. Uh, I didn't guess him, by the way, nor did I guess Vinnie Jones the night before. I was going to say Vinnie Jones, and I I would never have picked in a million years. English footballer, tough guy, uh, actor, gone in 60 seconds, all of that. And there pops a head off and it's Finney Jones. I wouldn't have picked that and I wouldn't have picked George. No, and look, I I, um, I think the clues are really, really tough this year. Oh, they uh, are. And I, with Finney Jones, you could tell there was an English accent there, but then you think, oh, is he is he putting it on? But uh, I didn't wouldn't have thought it was Vinnie Jones for a second. But of course, they would have paid him quite a lot of money. Bearing in mind, of course, he had to do two weeks quarantine when yep. he got here. So you know, to make it worth your while, you're going to have to pay people quite a lot. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the Masked Singer. It's so ridiculously silly that you can't help. But just escape into it. Well, you've said exactly how I feel too. I mean, it's it's that silly kind of r- ridiculous escape, escapism that is quite harmless. Yeah, exactly. That's, and families can watch it too. Yeah, spot on. Now, what's happening? What's happening next with Prince Andrew now that he's possibly been served? Yeah, well, it'd be fascinating to see what happens. So, the, you know, the court process has begun. I think two things have come out of, of it so far. I mean, it hasn't gone to a trial yet. This is still only what we in Australia would call a mentions hearing. But uh, two things have come out of it. One is that Prince Andrew is going to participate. There was a belief that maybe he would just completely ignore the whole thing. I know they're doing this debate at the moment about whether the paperwork was legally handed over yeah. or not. That seems to me like a bit of stalling um, and just kind of, you know, frustrate people. But uh, he is going to participate. He could have chosen to completely ignore it. This is a civil case. Uh, they have no jurisdiction in the United Kingdom. Had he just ignored everything, the problem was, though, he could end up losing by, or she could end up winning by default, um, which would be, you know, pretty disastrous, both from a PR point of view and also from a financial point of view. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing we learned is that he, in fact, had a settlement with her 10 years ago. So, you know, I'd have to go back and watch that interview again to see what he actually said. But, you know, he indicated that he'd had no knowledge of who this woman even was in that interview, but clearly he did if there yep. was a financial settlement with her 10 years ago. Yeah, look, it'll be watch this space. It's going to be very interesting. She's not giving up 
any inch of ground at all. No, and she's got good people behind her, Absolutely. and obviously he can employ the most expensive, you know, legal people in town. So it it looks mm. like it's headed for quite a showdown. And Pete, the voice uh, was uh, grand final winner was Bella Taylor Smith, the new uh, winner um, with the hundred grand, etc. Interesting, and we can watch this space to see what happens this time next year if she's still going. But certainly a beautiful voice. And then um, her coach, uh, Guy Sebastian, says she can come on tour with me as my yeah. support. Well, there wasn't a lot of negotiation going on about the fee or anything. She said, yes, yes, I will. Uh, Look, I hope she does well. I've got a bit more confidence about her than some of the other winners we've seen on these shows in recent years, where, to be honest, a lot of them win the competition, then you don't see them again until Carol's by candlelight, and then you never hear from them again. Exactly. I'm not trying to be nasty when I say that, but it's very, very, very tough out there. But I think Bella's got something really unique and special about her. I just hope she's not a one-trick pony. I mean, it's a really good trick, and that is, you know, make you cry within the first 30 seconds of her singing something, but uh, you've got to have a bit more than that up your sleeve to get a career. I totally agree with you, but good on her. I mean, I, I did enjoy the show. Totally different to last year's voice. Anyway, it was interesting to watch. But, uh, Pete, good to talk to you yet again. Um, I look forward to next week. Peter Ford, our entertainment expert and guru indeed. Thanks, Pete. We'll talk next week. Good on you, Mike. See you. Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin. Weekday mornings from 9.